Hi everybody and welcome to Did You Bring Earplugs, a musical misadventure for the living and the dearly departed. Uh, my name is Julian Suga. I'm Michael Roanhouse. I'm Sasha Otto. And I'm Jillian Van Overbeck. And this week on the podcast we have a very special guest, our first international special guest. You'll know her as a musician from Belfast, Northern Ireland, and mother to Buddy the Dog, oh. Lauren Bird. <laughs> Hi, Lauren. Hiya. I mean, technically, I'm not from Belfast, but I'll take it. Oh, uh, <laughs> sorry. It was Northern <laughs> Ireland at least a little accurate? Yeah, yeah, no, no, same country, same country. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's where all the riots are at the minute. I don't want to get it. I don't want to get involved in those. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was, it was, uh, it was hard not to, to, to at least absorb a little bit of that in, in doing some, some Googling about you. Um, oh God, I know. Yeah. Love uh, talking about the riots over here. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that, incidentally enough, that's what the whole episode is going to be dedicated to today. Uh, just Songs kidding. for rioting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, that is a <laughs> great idea. Topic. Yeah. Oh my God. Really good topic. Songs, <laughs> songs to dissent to, um, but uh, fortunately, unfortunately, that is not what we're talking here to, about uh, today. Um, but before we get into the meat of the podcast, I have a little little question for y'all. So uh, it's 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 spring here in in Chicago. Um, things are blooming. The sun is out, sort of. It's been rainy this weekend, but, uh, you know, things are coming out. Uh, so I'm in the, the, the grips of the initial bout of hay fever, as has, <laughs> has happens every year. Um, but I wanted to know what y'all's musical allergies are, a.k.a. W when a thing pops up in a song, you're just like, cannot do it, turning it off. Yeah. Talking. Oh, I was just going to say <laughs> That's that. That's very interesting. Yeah. So a talk down. Mm. Mm -hmm. makes me really like embarrassed because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I imagine them doing it in the booth and then it just freaks me out uh -huh. uh, so yeah. so is this specifically from your experience as, as a recording artist like you, you just you, you feel it a little too viscerally I mean I'm just embarrassed when I'm recording anything in front of anyone ever so but I can just imagine like I just can't like if you listen like I'm trying to think of like an example now but like there's like Lady Gaga has one sometimes and I just imagine her in the studio being like doing her ad libs where she's just like saying Alejandro or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, mm -hmm. it's funny yeah. you say that because this the idea for this question came up because my girlfriend Rita has the exact same allergy. She cannot yeah. stand a talk down in a song. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it either. A prime example is um, I think it's Shake It Off by Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when I think about it, I quiver and not in a good way. Does she like, talk in that song? it's oh, she does. And that song too. The is it me that she has? I don't know. Oh. Have yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh God, I like. It's like here's another thing. If I'm watching a movie and something bad is about to happen to the main character, which it often does, I have to turn it off because I feel bad for the main character. I still have never seen The Devil Wears Prada because of that. I've gotten maybe like 20 minutes into it and then I get too nervous for the main character. So I turn it off. But the same thing. How you make it through any movie song. is, is, is a miracle. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I'll, I'll, I'll hear like if it's on the radio or whatever, I'll be like, Oh yeah, I remember this song. And then it'll be getting close to that part. And I'm like, Oh no. It's like, if you, yeah. you start to feel it, you're like, yeah. oh, I gotta go. Like I have to start hitting a bunch of buttons. So I don't hear this part in the song. Oh, it's so bad. It's hard to scream in the middle. Just scream. <laughs> <laughs> Just scream very loud. Sasha, Mike, yep. any uh, musical allergies that, that come to brain? That's definitely one, like whispering. Um, oh. <laughs> <annoying>. <laughs> the yin yin of under the chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I I think this one is gonna get me some like um you guys are probably gonna hate this one, but I honestly have a thing about like really earnest, like cheesy guitar solos. Um mm. there's certain guitar solos in songs where like I can't even explain a good example, but like sometimes it just makes me cringe. There's certain pop songs that it's like, didn't really need this guitar solo. Uh, um, just doesn't work for me. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of like early 2000s pop songs. I feel like, that, I think I feel that way about the guitar solo. I'm doing very intentional air quotes in the killer song, When You Were Young, which, oh. which is like two notes. It's just like, I think it's is it three? It's three, three, three notes. notes. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah. So little. Yeah. yeah. This, here's a controversial one. I love this song, and I know many of us on this podcast do love this song. Um, Capacity by Charlie Charlie Bliss. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Love that song, but the guitar solo in that is like her little. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's a solo only in the most superficial it makes description. Me yeah, uh, for for me, it's anytime like a white guy singer songwriter starts to dabble in sort of like a reggae vibe. Mm. Um, so uh, I was about to say when he's yeah. like scats. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it makes me so fun. deeply. I get such secondhand embarrassment uh, mm. that. And it's not for that. I have no sympathy for the for the the, the white dude singer songwriter. But just to to anyone who feels anything sincerely, because like it it has to appeal to some lizard brain basic emotion. But like I just it it's uh, yeah it makes me want to crawl out of my skin. Yeah. Who's That's the guy from the police? He's like the number one offender of that. Sting. Yes. Uh. <laughs> he does that. But he but, did that album with Shaggy. Yeah, well. I was gonna say maybe he has oh some, some some reggae bona fides. I about that. Well, I mean, if Shaggy endorses it, then I guess it's okay. But for my own personal, <laughs> our, our patron saint Shaggy apparently. Um, <laughs> well, that's that's wonderful. Well, hopefully, uh, you know, I, I wish you all lives free of your. Oh, Mike, Mike has one. Sorry, 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 Mike. <laughs> my musical allergy is. Um... Pretty much anything that Evanescence or Linkin Park does, maybe not necessarily oh. like when they first come on in in the um, the metal heaviness. It's when the rap is introduced no. that oh, I okay, just yeah, start yeah. sneezing uncontrollably, and I. Have to <laughs> <laughs> you hurt me a little bit there, but then you pulled it back. Yeah, yeah, I saw wounded. I, get, I saw Lauren get wounded. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think I think that that uh, it is very cringy, but it appeals to a certain you know thirteen year old in me, um, mm -hmm. especially yeah. Lincoln Park. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, well, we are not here to talk about musical allergies. We are here to talk about death, <laughs> and more specifically, uh, songs that we would want played at our funerals. Now, I think we're all going to have a lot of answers here, and I think that's I think that's great. And, and I, I really look forward to this discussion. And I think, Mike, since you weren't with us last week, why don't you kick us off? Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, my song that I would like to play to my funeral uh, is Spanish Sahara by Foles, uh, which is off their album Total Life Forever.
I really love Foles. Um, that album definitely was like the one that really did it for me. I'm like, okay. Um, I was a, I was a fan after that. Um, I heard them like before they blew up after they were on uh, the Life of Strange soundtrack. Mm. So the song played at the end of the game was when one of the um, side characters dies pretty tragically. Um, and it had like a really big impact on me when I listened to it then. Um, but it's an almost seven minute track. It has a pretty long build up to it. Um, the song is just about grief and about dealing with, um, you know, loss that will always be with you and kind of washes over you in waves in a sense. Um, but yeah, like I said, the song builds up, it has a really great clean dual guitar solo that I, I really appreciate. So, so you, you want, you want to double down on the sorrow and, 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 and depression that people yeah. are already feeling. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> Cause I know people will really, you know, mourn me when I, when I'm, I'm really going to miss you. Mm-hmm. And, 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 uh, are you going to incorporate actual horses into the funeral funerary procession? Full a foal is a horse, right? I'm not yeah. screwing that up. Okay, good. Whew. Yeah. I'll be dragged on, you know, a chariot. My casket will be, so. <laughs> But like really violently and sort of haphazardly, like really damaging the casket, I assume. Yeah, well, to match the Greek <laughs> elements of the song, you know, really pull it together. You would need like a lot of, because foals are baby horses, right? So you're yeah, like, right. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 10 baby 100. horses. Yeah. It's <laughs> a, a lot of horses to feed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of hay. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, are, are you going, are you going full, full casket in the ground? Or are you going to be in a mausoleum shot into space? Scattered at sea. Oh, I I think uh, the horses would back me into a <laughs> local pond, and then I would have a um a Viking funeral, which would be you know being incinerated. That's what and I would guess for you. Incinerated at yeah. sea. Yeah. 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 It's gonna take a long time for those horses to hit you with that flaming arrow, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not strong enough. Yeah. Yeah. Bad hand, uh, 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 hoof eye coordination. <clears throat> well, Sasha always wanted to learn archery so she could learn oh, to you know, set my casket on fire. Nice. Because nice. we're both assuming I'll die first. As oh, I, just want no. well, I don't want to think about it. Statistically, that's a probability. And then, yeah, so. And then I have a runner-up as well, which is the song Death with Dignity by Sufjan Stevens. Spirit of my silence, I can hear you, but I'm afraid to be near you. And I don't know where to begin. And I don't know where to begin. Somewhere in the desert, there's a Um, off of his album Carry and Mole. Oh wow, you're um, you're really doubling down on making everybody in the crowd just weep uncontrollably. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean it's a very heavy Sufjan Stevens song, so if something's gonna play at my funeral. Yeah. Off of the heaviest Sufjan Stevens yeah. album. Yeah. 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 Sure. Um, but the song refer- references Oregon's Death with Dignity Act of nineteen ninety four. Um, it, and he brings that up mainly because that's a state where Sufjan's mother lived during his childhood. Um, it has beautiful arrangement of piano with, I believe it's like guitars that sound like harps or it could be harps. Um, 
but the song is just about the pain of loss of his mother but more so about like their strange relationship and how they weren't really close like he didn't really know her much before passing yeah boy with with each one of mike's answers i feel bad for going jokey on this one but that is that is extremely sincere and very moving mike Yeah. Uh, that's 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 beautiful. I I, uh, I don't have anything to follow up with because I would feel bad for joking about it. Uh, any <laughs> any other songs that that were uh, that were rocking at your funeral? No, no, those two really came to mind. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, Sasha, I know you said that yours are also pretty serious. So why don't we just <laughs> why don't we keep this morbid train a running? <laughs> Sasha, why don't you continue our discussion? Well, I do. I mean, I have two serious ones, but I do have one fun one. Oh, thank but, you. Um, well, the time has come that I must talk about Hosier again. Um, <laughs> it's been a long time. I mean, more than a year, I feel like, right? I mean, well, yeah. I fully support this as an Irish person. Yeah, and what better yeah. guest to have? Yeah. It wasn't intentional, but it's just like the perfect, his songs really, for me, like are perfect for this topic. But yeah, I mean, I feel like I haven't actually really dissected his music. Um, so I... Um, I kind of have a hard time deciding with him because I feel like he has a lot of songs about death and like dying and, <laughs> and like the end of the world and stuff. But um, the one that really came to mind for me, the first song is a song called Strike. I couldn't whisper when you needed it shouted. But I'm singing like a barbarian. Um, it was released in 2018 as part of his uh, Me and a Cried Power EP. Um, and it's also on his second full length album, Wasteland Baby. Um, funny enough, when I met him, um, I actually told him <laughs> that I wanted to walk down the aisle to the instrumental of this song. So with uh, him, kinda... what with, with him? Yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, sorry, but... <laughs> um, but yeah. So this song, like, just in general, the instrumentals are really beautiful. Um, but like l- lyrically, it it depicts someone feeling like regret for not communicating their feelings when it counted the most. Um, Like they can never fully express what this person meant to them while they had them. But it's theorized also that the protagonist of this song is maybe no longer able to do these things. Like, so maybe they've died. Um, And the titular Shrike symbolizes how he would be if he was able to be with this person. And the thorn, which he mentions in the chorus, um, like sustains and nourishes him. Um, and if you don't know what a strike is, it's essentially like a little death bird. <laughs> like mm. it, it like it kills its prey with its beak and then like impales it on a thorn. Jesus. Um, yeah. So it's a metal like, ass bird. Never, yeah. <laughs> um, but like, they're, if you ever see them, it's funny that they are like this because they're like the cutest little little birds but um anyway um like they essentially if he could literally be reborn as a strike is kind of what i gather from it i put like my own personal spin on it 
um, kind of thinking about more like grief and loss, saying that like, if you've lost someone, like your loved one, like they say that like, if you've lost someone, your loved one will send like signs from heaven or whatever. And like, I'm not really religious anymore, but it gives me comfort to believe in that. Um, like common things are butterflies, punnies and birds. And I've seen them all, you know, after losing my dad. And like, actually at our last place, a cardinal used to hang out outside the window, like sometimes for hours um, on a day. And so I, I, that's like one of the most common symbols I think of, of, of loss, like of somebody sending something from heaven. Um, and I definitely believe that like at my last place, our place was a piece of shit and I hated it. And I felt like he was there to kind of comfort me. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, um, I basically believe that it's it's really comforting to me and this song kind of makes me think of it's simply that like when when I die I will be reborn and I'll be a strike to watch over you and sustain you but of course like Hosier puts a very romantic and deeper spin on it than just that um but yeah I I that's kind of what I take from that song now and um, and you really have to make sure that you pronounce shrike because otherwise you might come back as a shrek and and then <laughs> You know, that, yeah. that's just, that's not good for anybody. Yeah, I think I, you know, with his, sometimes when he sings that song live, it does sound like he says Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, Shrike is the name of the song. Um, so just well, that, to briefly that, mention. That beautiful and devastating. Thank you. <laughs> thank, thank. I'm always going for beautiful and devastating. Um, um, so. Just briefly, my second song that I picked from him is called The Parting Glass. Of all the money that I had, I spend it in good company. And of all the harm that I done, alas, and it's actually not his song it's um originally a scottish song but it, it was made popular by irish singers in the 1950s and it's actually very commonly sung at irish funerals yeah i just um, got shocked when you said it was scottish i'm like my whole life is alive. <laughs> so, so is it is it yeah. like a like a folk song type thing, like where there's no no like no one knows who actually wrote it. It's just like existed in in the ether. Yeah, like it's kind of like that. I yeah, it sounds like when I read on it, it sounds like it's from like the 1700s. Like it's old ancient wow. music. Um, and and Lauren, you you are familiar with the song. I like you would see you know if you were at a. God, I, I I feel like I'm just gonna be so stereotypical right now. I'd be like, you know, if you're at a pub or whatever, then you see like an old man, an old man. Um, they would tend to sing them kind of things. Like my granda would like my granda. He's a hundred. He'll be almost. He's nearly a hundred and two. Wow. Um, and he's yeah, and he like still cooks for himself and lives alone and all. Like he is so cool. I'm really doing that at 31. So I know, I know, me, I know, same. But he would like you know at um like family get-togethers it's always like a tradition that we all sing um so like 
which is great for some of us and some people in my family obviously cannot sing so it's <laughs> interesting um but he he would he would sing like stuff like that like the uh, or you know like the oil triangle and like he sings one called the banks of the lovely lee because it's like from where oh, he's from yeah. so it's like a really like it's that kind of vibe yeah 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 yeah, it's like it's played at all in funerals, but I think it also has like sort of an uplifting tinge to it. Um, so yeah, it, he actually performed this last year on a late night show just before Ireland went into lockdown for COVID, and he sang this song as a tribute to like anyone at the time who had died from COVID, but like particularly dedicated it to a nurse who had like died that day that he was performing it. Um, so it it's. It's actually like a charity single. They put it on Spotify and it's um, it proceeds go to, I think it's the Irish Society of Prevention of Child, like Cruelty to Children, something like that. Um, and yeah, it's just like a really beautiful song. It's all a cappella, So it's just his vocals. And of course his vocals is always very beautiful and soaring um, and very haunting. It's lovely. Um, I highly encourage you to listen to it. So, nice. yeah. Um, and then, do you have something to say? I was just going to say, your, your funeral is going to be v very Irish, apparently. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> what is it my thing with Irish people? Um, <laughs> well, I just wanted to, <laughs> um, just to like kind of briefly lighten things up a bit. Um, I would love to have the song Modern Girl by Slater Kinney play at my funeral. My baby loves me, I'm so hungry. Hunger makes me a modern girl. I took my man out and bought a donut. The house the size of this entire world. My whole life is like a picture of a sunny Yeah, um, I don't know why. I just feel like it's it's a great tribute to the modern girl, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and it just has like the harmonica feels very like yeah, mm -hmm. you know, like there's there's something very celebratory about that instrument. And yeah, I just I love that song. I think it's a it's a very good sing along song. And I always picture like if you're gonna celebrate someone. You know, you want to listen. I, I'm like, when my dad died, I listened to a lot of his favorite music, and you want to hear something that makes you really happy and think of them. And I feel like this song, it's one of my favorite songs probably of all time. And it's a song that I think I would love like everyone to just join in. Yeah. And yeah. That'd be perfect. You know? And it gets loud at the end. So even if, yeah, even if you have people that aren't the greatest singers, you just yeah. drown, drown it out with screams. Yeah. I want headbangs at my funeral too. I want everyone headbanging. Yeah. <laughs> You know. All right. Well, like one of the Lincoln Park songs without the rap in it. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> we'll get a sick pit going at Sasha's funeral. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, boy, you, you guys are everyone's knocking it out of the park. Great job all around so far. I am emotionally exhausted already. Uh, but now, Lauren, now that you've seen how this plays out, why don't you uh, why don't you give us your picks? pick or pick yeah i have like a sincerity complex like i'm so bad at being sincere about things so that was lovely to listen to um i have obviously not gone that direction whatsoever um also just to like uh 
balance out Sasha, I've gone with an American. Um, so <laughs> the context, the context of this is that um, if I die before my parents and they force a Catholic funeral on me, even because I was raised Catholic, but I don't believe it all anymore. Like most Catholics, I think yeah. um, <laughs> we just keep the guilt and that is all. Yeah. Um, so uh, what I thought would be a good shout, um, I've always said I wanted Bad Believer by St. Vincent played if I was forced to have a Catholic <laughs> funeral because I just think that's really funny. Um, it's off, um, I think it's, uh, off the deluxe version of her self-titled, um, to mm -hmm. tune anyway. And, uh, it also, uh, incorporates everything I love, like guitar, like rock, St. Vincent, who's mm -hmm. unbelievably good. Um, and I just thought, I, the lyrics, like, what do you know? I'm just a bad believer. I can just imagine like the priest that always used to be like, why aren't you at mass? <laughs> like, I, I can just imagine it. It's 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 one of those things that makes me laugh. Um, also, then in a slightly narcissistic turn, but it is my funeral. Um, <laughs> I thought it would also be funny to play one of my songs. Um, uh, one of my songs is called "Goodbye, Good Luck." When the day comes, I wait for you, but you don't arrive. So I'm left sitting here hoping that you. And it's very, uh, it's almost become a meme amongst my friends. <laughs> like they joke about it all the time. They're like, that stupid song, you've released it like three times. We're sick of it. Like, um, and uh, the lyrics are like, goodbye, good luck with your endeavors. I don't have to put up with all of this forever. You just seemed important for a time. Um, I just think there's something about that that makes me laugh as well. Just imagining them like carrying my coffin out to like <laughs> hand claps in a ukulele. Like uh, <laughs> it's just I, that that's the kind of vibe I feel like I want. Um, but also using this time as probably a version of a will. Please don't bury me. I want cremated. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> this is this is you know user my witness use a bared witness to that. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. We will. We so, will. Um, we will ensure. Yeah. yeah. So I I. I I don't have like a nice, beautiful. I, I yeah. You just explained your song so well, and I'm just like. <laughs> no, I I, I like have a I like the vibe though. It was a bit of a, like a, a final a final you know f you to, you know maybe party, <laughs> parties 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 that you feel that you've been wronged by throughout life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just it's a great way to go. You know if if, yeah. if you've got to go. Yeah. yeah. And and. And I might get some like extra royalties for having it played at a funeral with a lot of people. <laughs> I, I mean, um, the, which is mainly the main reason, you know, the pragmatism. Yeah. If you a few extra bucks, too. you know, uh, in yeah. the urn. Yeah. That's, that's what you Yeah. Mean. Like 15 yeah. P yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just squirreled away, you know, and, yeah. and whoever hangs on to that, you know, if they're ever really strapped for cash, they can just, you know, dip in and 
Yep. Dust them off and good to go. Buy themselves one sweet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah and, and the, I can't think of a more baller move than having your own song played at your own <laughs> funeral. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and so, so this, this isn't really because, you know, you wouldn't necessarily have the opportunity to hear it, but um, are you typically comfortable listening to your own music? Not at all. So it would work out well because I'd be dead. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> I, <laughs> I hate that. I hate it so much. I would, I would hate it too, I think. Oh yeah. I don't like listening to my voice. I don't like same. No. You're like, why did I breathe there? Why yeah. is my mouth so noisy? Why did I say that like that? People are gonna laugh when I've pronounced it wrong. Like because yeah. um, over here we say film, not film. Mm-hmm. We say film. And I have like one of my songs that has that in it, and I've say, sang the word film, and I still think about it at night sometimes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know it. it you're being creative with it adding an extra syllable it's you know it's all it's all creative liberty people do it yeah 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 it's Uh, it's a good signature of yourself of you of you (laughs) your phone tell them yeah yeah uh so uh, one last question lauren so do you you imagine a a a, you know a big ceremony do you want lots lots of mourners a lot of people eulogizing you or is this you know really just going to be a close contingent of friends i don't know like uh again the narcissist in me now is like no I want it to be massive and I want people to cry and I want like 15 people to talk about how great I am um yeah. I mean I don't know every time I go to a funeral I always tend to like in a weird way I don't know if anyone else does this restart to daydream like what would mine be like and who would say my eulogy and all that kind of stuff um you know like half my songs are about wanting to die anyway so like, I think it, like <laughs> goodbye good luck is like the only one that's not about that um <laughs> I like a big funeral, uh, but then don't bury me. Yeah. Again, okay. but I in like a non like in a non church place. Oh, like okay. A, so like a, so yeah. So uh, go, uh, like a hotel. A Marriott. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. So stupid. So stupid. All right. Well, <laughs> I I don't know what the the you know the legal precedent is, but. I, I think I think this is enough of a legal documentation mm-hmm. to where you know. Yeah, good. We, good to we, know. We will carry mm-hmm. it out. All I'll right. haunt you other ways. <laughs> <laughs> just kept just ooh film ooh film yeah <laughs> terrifying terrifying. All right, well, uh, since I too sort of uh, had a, a problem with sincerity about this topic, um, I will go next. Uh, so um, I'm also nominally Catholic, um, as is my girlfriend, nominally Catholic, like just by by proximity, I suppose. So we sort of went through like the 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 procession of a Catholic funeral. I, too, do not want to be buried because like why? Just why? Um, Expensive, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My my ideal option is being shot out into space, which is also very expensive. But I figure Mm -hmm. by the time I die, maybe that, you know, the price on that one will come down a little bit. But, you know, people love you enough. It'll happen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And if they don't and if they don't just Ziploc baggy and empty me into the ocean. Um, (laughs) So uh, as people are sort of filing in, um, you know, to wherever this uh, ceremony is being held. Uh, High Hopes by Frank Sinatra will be playing. Once there was a silly old ram Thought he'd punch a hole in a dam No one could make that ram scram He kept butting that damn Cause he had 
Just to send him really for that. for a for a loop, you know. I, I what mm-hmm. the 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 type of vibe that I'm trying to to uh, uh, you know create Great. is is both confusion and uh, and a little bit of anger. Um, so hence high hopes by Frank Sinatra. Um, then then will come the eulogies. Obviously, there will be a lot of very tearful eulogies. People really just struggling to speak. Um, just, you mm-hmm. know, I, I want there will be no casket, but I want like a figurative casket for someone to th- you know throw themselves upon and just you know, shout towards the heaven. Why? 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 Um, and then after that very somber affair, uh, the song Ebola Rama by thrash metal band Every Time I Die will play. Again, just to just to keep people on their toes, um, I don't know what this song is about really. Um, they write a, a, a lot of very like stream of consciousness lyrics, but it's really just the sort of the tactile sensation of of of, of that of the aesthetic of that band. That's really gonna you know snap people out of their 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 grief coma. Uh, Mm-hmm. And then to cap everything off, as I'm as I'm being shot into the sun or or scattered out into the ocean, um, uh, bring me to life. Uh, will will play. Uh, uh, bring me to life by Evanescence. <laughs> And I'm, I'm actually realizing now that the gag that I had in mind will will require a casket um, because it, it would play as the casket is being lowered. And then every time she hits the or no, I guess it's the guy that hits the wake me up. Every time the guy mm-hmm. hits the wake me up, the casket would like go bump, bump, bump. And they'd be like, oh, no, he's still alive in there. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, uh, you know, I just uh, I, I, I love jokes and I love gags and just, you know, why not? Why not till the end? Sign your funeral. Please put it in your will. Please let me have some creative freedom there. I I won't let you down. I promise. I, I, I mean I I love the comic sensibilities of everyone on this call. So if it could be like a collaborative effort, yes. I, I, yeah. I I think this would be I, I would be so honored. Honor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Julian, I apologize in advance because I will have to step away for your um, lowering of your fake casket. <laughs> <laughs> allergies but, but i mean yeah. we we have documented now that mike has a severe allergy to to new metal so everyone will already know and it, it's be like oh, mike, mike take take five take five i can bring in like a bottle of benadryl to chug maybe and hopefully you know force myself to sit through that. <laughs> there you go there you go okay uh, can i can i make a suggestion about instead of doing the casket yes do one of those ones where you're sitting up 
Have you seen those? <laughs> no. Where they look like they're actually alive, but they're just yes. Sick. The drive the drive through funerals is that what they're called? They where they like pose them. Mm-hmm. And it's actually not all of them are drive throughs. I take it back. Some are. <laughs> some are. Continue. But yeah, they pose them. You can be sitting like you're a puppet, and instead of wake me up, you can you can have your arm just going. Like- <laughs> <laughs> so I thought you were gonna say a pinata over like a, a grave pole. <laughs> yeah. So so carries the remains. So, so horrified. Yeah. So someone in yeah. the undertaking business saw Weekend at Bernie's and they were like, "That gives me an idea." Yeah, it's, it's like it's horrifying. Like Ava like, Peron. Yeah. Yeah. She's like oh taxidermied in your kitchen forever. Oh. oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's terrifying. I mean, mm-hmm. we do it to dogs. Why not humans? Mm-hmm. Basically yeah. the same, right? Um, <laughs> well, I, I love the morbidity of that. Um, it, it definitely goes against my wanting to be cremated as well. But, um, oh, you know, if, 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 after. if I yeah, can. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Creep people out for a year, year and a half, and then mm-hmm. into the kiln with me. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. That, uh, you know, I. I I really like that I have people in my corner to carry out my crazy funeral wishes. Um, so I, I, I deeply appreciate of all of you. I do anything. All right. Uh, Jillian, why don't you finish yeah. up our discussion of, I never said the, the name of the topic. It, it's funeral for, for a pod. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's not really like descriptive of what we're actually talking about, but that's what it is. Jillian, go. Take it away. Okay. Yep. Um, so I had a really hard time narrowing down my songs so i'm not going to speak in length about most of them just so i can fit them all in number one um obviously it's going to be heads roll off by frightened rabbit jesus it's just spanish boy's name how come one man got so much any me it's pointless to anybody it doesn't have faith Give me I, I had to include at least one by them and this one is the most like oh god it's like very at peace with dying and especially if you're not a religious person which I am not um like the first line is Jesus is just a Spanish boy's name. And I'm always like, that's right. (laughs) It's true. Um, It's just about how like when I die, someone else is going to be born and like the world's going to keep going. It's going to keep on spinning. Good things will happen. And while I'm here, I'm going to do as much good as I can and hope that it carries on. So I really, really like that. I love that song. Well, and also Um, you, you plan to die by decapitation. A thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. We, we know this. Any anyone who's listening to, to the wield podcast, a sword. <laughs> I'm a francophile. I need it done by a guillotine. So that's okay. how to go. Number two um, <laughs> is going to be "Mary" by Big Thief. Planets and rows. Who knows what they contain? And my brain is like an orchestra playing on insane you loved me like you loved me in the January rain 
because if you're not crying at my funeral, you're doing it wrong. Um, I need everyone to be sitting in silence to this song, silent and loud whimpers if you want, you know, follow your own creative compass. Uh, but everything about this song is just so beautiful and like sacred and tone and oh, it just makes me miss everyone who's gone. So yeah. I think that's fitting, and right? Then, and then there's that bridge with like the sort of found percussion and so yeah. if anyone like drops their phone during that, they're just like, oh, they're just adding to the performance. Part of the song. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> they're part of it. Um, number three. This is three of four, so don't get nervous, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's uh, a song called Thank You by a band called Bombadil. Forget about the ones who let you down. But remember to stay gracious for the ones who stuck around. And thank the ones around you if you win. But believe in yourself even if your own mother began. Um, I still can't remember how I found this song. I think it was on like a playlist when I was in college or something like that, but it's a really, really beautiful song. Um, the piano part behind it is just like rolling chords that are really repetitive. And the entire song is just advice, like really good advice, but advice that I would give people if I was still alive. And so if I'm gone, I'd like people to listen to this song. And if, if they're ever thinking, I wonder what Jillian would say in this situation, it'd probably be one of these lyrics. Um, and then like the chorus of it is just, I just want to say thank you for all the times you stayed by my side. What a wonderful feeling to feel like everything is right. What a wonderful feeling to feel like everything is fine. And it really is nice. Every single time you're like comforted by your friends and your family and you think about like how sweet it is to be loved, even if you're like in your lowest moments and stuff, whenever I'm really sad, I listen to that and it like gives me a broader scope and it makes me really thankful and, and all that. So there's that song. And the last one, the very last, um, is A Fond Farewell, um, which is a Elliot Smith cover by Seth Avitt and Jessica Leah Mayfield. It's just a fond farewell to a friend. It's not what I'm like. It's just a fond farewell to a friend who couldn't get things right. Now I know the original is really good. The original is really great. Elliot Smith, iconic, right? Um, but this cover, whew, it's a good cover, and it's it's very beautiful. And, um, you know, I, I don't really think like funerally things when I think about it, but it just feels like the closing of a chapter. So it, it feels fitting. Yeah. So no, another crying marathon, given mm -hmm. the nature of these four songs. Yeah. Yep. Love marathons. Yeah. I, I did. Hmm? Sorry. <laughs> Nothing. I just thought I have them all the time. Yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> Um, yeah, those, those are my funeral songs. I've, I've now have like a huge playlist of ones that I would consider because of the preparation for this podcast. 
but uh well good yeah. you're, you're prepared mm-hmm yeah uh, yeah. and, and and how are we with dis- uh, how are we disposing of your body? Oh god. Um how aren't we gonna dispose of my body? <laughs> <laughs> are, are we doing the uh was it William Wallace that they, they chopped up different parts and sent it to different parts of the earth? Like when I say there's always gonna be a piece of me with you, I mean it literally. You're always gonna have <laughs> Dibs on the left um, ear. Yeah, you know what? Like I I've oh. I've never heard so much anti casket. Uh, slander than this podcast right now. Um, I've always dreamed of an open casket. I do want people to be able to say a final goodbye to my final form. I do have a uh, blood oath with my college roommate um, where we're going <laughs> to enter each other's uh, funerals in black lace gowns and push physically immediate family members out of the way uh-huh. all the way to the front fall to our knees and say she promised forever <laughs> and i don't know if she's forgotten about this but i haven't and when i'm getting close to my final days i will send her a message and make sure that still happens i mean i i hate to break it to you jillian but uh only only one person in in this in this duo can can do that you know i just Maybe you can do like Sasha's idea where the, the first person dies becomes a puppet. And then <laughs> then you both get buried together. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good I think that's <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Oh Jillian. Well, I, I I mean I hate to be the arbiter of bad news, but Well, I I guess I better go first then. Uh, Holy shit. Well, I mean, I, I, you know, it's going to be rough reattaching your head to your body for the open casket, but um, I'm I'm sure we'll find a a true professional to take care of that for you. If people love me enough, it will happen. So, Or or you'll you'll just wear like a turtleneck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. There you go. Or like a 90s choker. Ooh. Yeah, stylish yeah. choker. Yeah. Yep. Sexy even in death. Uh, <laughs> well, that'll do it for funeral for for a pod. It, that's that's a that's I don't know why I named it that if I was going to trip over it every single time. It makes uh, me think of that band. Sorry, I just funeral for, for a friend. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My parents wouldn't let me go see them when I was sixteen because they were called funeral for a friend. <laughs> they were like a screamo band. I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I remember that. Yeah. It's, uh, were you? Uh, what am I? What am I trying to ask? You? Um. Uh. Uh. Did you? Did, did you ever like sneak? Did you sneak out and and go to that show or were you like? No, I was guessing? really, really good. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> and and were were your folks generally concerned about the content of the music that you listened to or was it pretty? pretty <sighs> I mean, yes, <laughs> because when I was eight, I was obsessed with Eminem, which is like really embarrassing because like he's so bad. Um, yeah. And I had like a shrine of him on my wall. Like, I know. And then also I was eight. So like that's that's, that's more their fault than mine. And I um, came home from school one day and they had ripped it down. Oh. And they were like, no more. And I remember just being like, screw this. But I also never rebelled. So. Yeah, I mean, it was more of a private rebellion. 
Yeah, I might rebel when I move out. When I'm like 35, I'll be like, I'm going to go see Funeral for a Friend on their 30th tour anniversary. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, well, they're no longer playing? Well, I'll see someone else in that case. <laughs> yeah. Um, all righty. Um, let's see. What do we, what do, we do now? Uh, so each episode, uh, dear listeners, we give you a little bit of homework in a segment that we like to call Songs of Who You We. And let's go in the same order. Mike, what is your song for our listeners week? Yeah, so my song is to match the thematic elements of uh, like the nautical elements is Sinking Feeling by Waves. It's a new track. Um, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, is this Waves? It yeah, sounds it so much sound like different um, than their standard fare. But the song is still very catchy. It's not not power poppy in a way, but um, still has like really moody guitars with catchy drums. Uh, it has a spaghetti Western solo, which <laughs> definitely doesn't fit with their <laughs> vibes, but it somehow works really well. Huh. Um, so yeah, check it out. Sinking Feeling by Waves. Yeah, it's very different. Very different. Different is good sometimes. Yeah. It's been oh, a while. Like it's it. been a while for what is his name? Nathan? Nathan something. Nathan something. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. Uh Nathan Sasha. Waves. Nathan Waves. <laughs> Nathan Waves making waves. Uh Sasha, what is your song for our listeners week? <clears throat> My song for our listeners week is a song called D excuse me. D sharp G by Shamir and Sharon Van Etten. So this is a cover of Sharon Bennett's Bennett and song, sung by Shamir, um, and it's a, it's appearing on her new double album Epic Ten, um, which is a, an anniversary album of her album. <laughs> of her album. No, you Albums. got you got it. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, and I, it's this song. Oh, I already loved this song to begin with, and this cover is just. Shamir's vocals are like inhuman. Like he has an incredible range. He has like, he just, it's just beautiful. I don't know. I don't really have much to say. It's just a really beautiful cover. And I love, it's a little like haunting and sweeping. It's just, it's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Unconventionally structured for a song. It, it like, I don't yeah. think there's like a verse chorus structure. I think it's, it's pretty linear. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, when she started uh, releasing the singles from Epic Ten, uh, I went back and listened to it basically for the first time, 
And mm-hmm. um, it's crazy how fully formed she was as a songwriter, even even then. But yeah, it's all, it's also <laughs> interesting to see just the people that that she got for this album. It, yeah. it, it really it really speaks to her, like how her music resonates through through genre and through through people. Totally, it's wonderful. Yeah. All righty, Lauren, what is your song for the week? Uh, so my song for the week is "Ham of Her Dress" by First Aid Kit. <gasps> It's a phone call from someplace far away. You say you found yourself, oh, and someone else, and she makes you forget about the rain. That is oh. one of my favorite songs of all time. I know That's it's so cool. good. It's so it's good. Yeah, it's from their album Ruins from 2018. Um, I love the song mainly just because of its vibe. Uh, it feels sort of like you're every time I listen to it, I almost feel like I'm at their concert because it has this like big sing-song group vocal at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen I've seen them a couple times on that tour, so it like also just makes me think of those times as well. Uh, they tour here all the time because it's like they, I think one of them used to live in England, so they were like always over here. Um, I know it's 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 great. It's really upbeat. Um, lyrics are great. Vocals are great. Harmonies are great. Guitars are great. I think there's a horn in there. Uh, <laughs> like it's just it's a lovely song. It's it's just lovely. So stunning. Well, yeah. you, you've made a friend for life, Lauren, because uh, as you saw, Julian's face lit up like the <laughs> like the yeah. morning sun. I love that song. Oh my god! Whenever it comes on, or like on one of my playlists, I'm always like, oh, the end like just amps you up. It's so good. Yeah, it's just so beautiful. Yeah, I really love that song. It's so good. Excellent. Uh, my song for your week, listener, is Let It All Go by Francis of Delirium. 11.30, but everyone's ready to go home. You decide to drive home by yourself Luxembourg uh, musical act. Uh, it's two people: 19-year-old Jana Barrick and Chris Hewitt. Um, Baby. Mm, uh, I feel old. No, uh, right. no 19-year-old songwriter should be this uh, wizened. Um, it, it's it's a little bit emo, but more more like emo revival, where you don't have that like cloying sincerity. Um, she just talks about life a lot in 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 very in very eloquent terms. Um, this is off their EP that just came out on April 9th called Waiting. Um, I really hope they release it on some physical media because I would like to own it and hold it in my hot little hands. Um, but uh, each song on, on the four-track EP is, is pretty great. Um, it shows a lot of diver- uh, um, range in terms of songwriting and singing style. And uh, I absolutely cannot wait uh, to hear more from Francis of Delirium. Gillian? Yeah. Huh? Hello. Um, my yeah. song for your week is Posing in Bondage by Japanese Breakfast. Can you tell a 
Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, second release from her upcoming record, Jubilee, and what a great follow up it is. Mm-hmm. I think P Sweet was like the obvious first choice. I mean, we haven't heard any others aside from these two, but that was a great first single to prove like what the tone of the album was going to be like. But the second single is like a reminder that it's it's still, no matter what the tone is going to be, it's still going to be Japanese yeah. breakfast. It's still going to be sad. Yeah. There's still going to be moments where you're going to feel like your heart's gotten torn out. And this is a great example of that. Um, it really shows like the full range of Jay Brecky, the cool ethereal soundscapes that she usually uses at least a few times per record. Um, and yeah, just like, another good reminder that even though we know that this is going to be a lighter album um in terms of you know the grief that she was mentioning on previous albums uh that this can still be sad but in different ways and and it was like very beautiful and relatable and heartbreaking it feels like like the end of a relationship where uh the person who's still in love is throwing literally everything they have left at the other person to see if it's just going to be enough and the other person just doesn't want it so it's ooh, those lyrics really, really hitting um, and painful, but good. Yeah. yeah. Um, the speaking of the the vibes and the production, um, in in thinking about the songs, I've listened to it a lot over the past few days. Um, obviously, we all love Japanese breakfast on this call. Um, the, if there's there's one criticism that I could lobby at her is that sometimes it seems like the vibes take precedent over any focus and direction of, of the songs to where they can feel a little scattered sometimes. But th- this song is so focused and sharp and has such a clear intent and direction. Um, and it doesn't have many, it, there aren't many lyrics. It's, it's, it's yeah. pretty repetitive, but the way everything builds in a, in a, in a very, like almost like a very seamless way and, and, it doesn't crescendo it, it more it's it's like a slow breaking wave and yeah. it's just it feels like such uh like almost a, a a a pinnacle of a certain type of japanese breakfast song um that make that makes me like giddy with anticipation to hear what the rest of this album is going to sound like yeah i can't wait mm-hmm. it's like it's like it was like the perfect follow-up too because like be sweet is such a fun like pop song yeah and this one is is very japanese breakfast um in the way that it does talk about some sad stuff in this very beautiful, relatable way. Like that lyric, um, what is the one? The There are two kinds of people in this world. Like when the world divides into two people, those who have felt pain and those who haven't. Who have, yet, have yet to. Have yet to, yeah. Sorry, that immediately my brain just went, those who entertain and those that observe. Um, <laughs> is that like Circus by Britney Spears? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That would be an amazing <laughs> double bill, Britney Spears soon. and Japanese Breakfast. Yep. Wow. Well, yeah, fingers crossed for that tour in 2022. All right. Well, before we go, dear listener, uh, as you may or may not know, I've made a solemn vow uh, to do a certain thing uh, with any five-star review that we receive on Apple Podcasts, and that is to yeah. sing yeah. that review um, probably much to the chagrin of my fellow co-hosts and our guest. Uh, but since we're talking about uh, uh, funerary songs today, I figured we will sing, uh, I will sing uh, the review entitled All the Music Topics I Care About by Robbie Z, Z is in quotations, uh, to the tune of uh, At Your Funeral by Emo Stalwarts Saves the Day. 
oh my god well, <laughs> none of us picked that song or at least i can't i pick i can't believe i didn't pick that song yeah in, in retrospect <laughs> it was sort of an oversight um yep. <laughs> because it's a really good song um so here it goes uh i apologize in advance <laughs> um don't miss this podcast. The themes are all uh, are like all the best late night music conversations you have with your friends. I can't look at you while I'm doing this. And the hosts are funny, thoughtful, and opinionated in the best way, infinitely better than listening. To John Car, no, uh, there's a name it. John Caramanica yell at his guests about Taylor Swift, and that's the end of the that's the end of the song. <laughs> Thank you very much, <clears throat> uh, John Caramanica. I don't know who you are. I'm sorry that you were disparaged in this review, but apparently our podcast is better than yours. Um, and yeah, we will usually only disparage Taylor Swift. It seems, but you know, whatever. Um, so once again, folks, uh, if, uh, if you like our show, um, and if you want to hear me, uh, really humiliate myself vocally on this podcast, uh, leave us a five-star review on Apple podcasts and we will sing it. I will sing it. Um, or unless anyone else wants to No, no William. pretty resounding. Well, no. I don't think my voice will, will come through this microphone very well and usually does not fit most microphones. So. Okay, well, that's a weird humble brag from Jillian. <laughs> I got a big mouth, okay? Uh, I have a beautiful opera, opera singing voice. It just won't it it won't come through on these mics. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty, rough, no, pretty rough joke. The Jenna Maroney joke. Oh. She's like, <laughs> so, oh, I can't watch American Idol because I have perfect pitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I want to thank our special guest Lauren Bird for being here once again, uh, Lauren. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, before we go, what would you like to tell our listeners about? Oh, um, I wasn't expecting that. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, well, I released an EP in March. Uh, it's called The Farewell EP. Uh, it chronicles the lows and highs of living with depression. And if you're into that sort of thing, you should listen to it. Otherwise, it's all good. Um, and I, that's, that's about it, really. Got that? I got nothing else to say. But thanks for having me. It's been lovely. Oh, you're very, very welcome. Thank you, thank you for being here. Uh, as usual, our theme is by Josh Stanley of the band Modaf. You can listen to their music at modaff.bandcamp.com. Uh, as usual, tell someone you love about our show, uh, or tell someone you hate about our show if you don't like us. Uh, we are Dybe Pod, not just Dybe, which I said last episode, uh, <laughs> at, uh, on Instagram, and you can write to us at dybepod at gmail until next time stay safe stay sane don't die i'm terrible at outros uh yeah don't die um bye bye bye, bye. 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 <laughs>